We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler, and I'm here with two of our favorites, uh, Grant Bills, part of the Wisco Net Zone conversation. Good morning. Or whatever it is. And uh, and Paul Emig, uh, our goodest of buddies. L- let me say something to, to Grant first, if I may. If okay. I just may say something. Okay. Um, so Grant does, I don't know how often you do it, but you do these media availabilities. Mondays. On Twitter, TikTok, Mondays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've seen a lot of people try to do the mock press conference. I've seen a lot of people fail, but I like yours. Yes. You do a good job with it. What is it about? What is it? Is it the, the banner? I, I need, felt I needed a banner to do it because it's in, a, it's in the media auditorium that we have for the show. I think um, the Q&A, I just, it's, it doesn't, it's, the, it's not stupid, you know? I don't know. A lot of these, like, I've seen on TikTok, like, dad press conference and... They, they don't quite it's yours is good i don't know press conferences have a certain tenor like they have a certain delivery like and you need to listen to an endless amount of them in order to get it craig's my favorite bud is just he's just up there saying words to fill time but craig, craig, <laughs> is, craig is my guy matt lafleur can't string six words together without tripping over himself so that be a little too difficult to listen to but i like craig grant's also getting uh you know because i I root for people. People don't think I root for people, but I root for people. But Grant's also getting to a point where, like, he's too good, and now I'm getting, like, pissed. <laughs> no. See, Grant, that's why Bart and I have remained cool, because he knows I'm not taking his spot. Yeah. Hey, can I, if I can just say something, Bart, I, I was going to text you, but I didn't. Uh, congrats on landing. I know it's not, like, a full-time CBS gig, but that's cool that you got, like, a show. And it's not, you're not just waiting for other people to fill in for, at least for the summer. That's what you're saying, right? That's bitching. Sunday afternoons um, from 1 to 5 Central. I will be on CBS Sports Radio every Sunday throughout the summer. That's coming back from church time. That's Sunday. That's that's a good slot. I like that. I so is drive that, is that. Well, it won't be KTY because you guys have the Brewers. Most yeah, days. I guess. Yeah. And it won't be the fan because we we uh, we run BetQL for some reason because you can bet at Pato or whatever. 
Smart. By the way, oh, uh, I do have an announcement. Uh, I will be appearing on Sparky's podcast soon. Green and growing or Kurt and long or <clears throat> any of them, even the bowling one. Okay. What about For the Disney reason, one? Does he, does, he, does he still do the Disney he one? He does not still do the world according to Sparky. Okay. Uh, but were you on that one, you sicko? No, I I, sh- I should have been. I would have been the expert in the room, but I was never invited. <laughs> oh, we decided as a family, too, that because I always thought that me and my brother and his kids and my parents live in Florida. I always wanted to do like a Disney trip. I think I, I was telling my wife that every kid should go to Disney at least once. Uh, we decided that we're never going to go. Um, <laughs> it's too like. It's too like you got you got to you got to It's just too much, like the no. fast pass and then the armband and then you got to sign up for restaurants. Like you can't just go to Disney. You have to mm-hmm. go and like it's got to be a like it's got to be a whole plan and and maybe you need Paul someone like to Paul. Disney. There you go. But like you're, but like I would think that Paul's someone that like likes planning it out. But you can't just like, I loves loves planning it out. I if I just want to if I'm just driving by and want to go to Disney, I'm like, hey, there's Disney, let's go. You can't go. And now they're gonna build a prison next to it. <laughs> Politics or a competing um, theme park, it, it, one or one or the other, right? I would probably go to Universal Studios if we went somewhere. Universal's cool. Yeah, Paul, Disney. Your definitely... on... Well, I, I hate I just hate your take. Other than like the planning part of it is is fun. It's great. Like you got a sixty day window to book your restaurants. You can tell. I mean, I know Bart. If I know you, you're the type of guy that sixty days before wants to know exactly what time he's going to have lunch and where. Um, so yes, that's one of the privileges you could have. But if you were just driving by Disney World, you'd have to. You wouldn't have your reservation yet. You have to have a ticket and then a reservation, uh, and then you can stand in line if you want, but. Better yet, you'd book your your lightning lanes. Oh my goodness, this is this is what it's all about. I'll teach you the ways one day. Me and Sparky, we'll, we'll teach you. Is it? It's possible? like I mean, you you do you do less planning if you're going to space. Just go to a theme. I want it to be as simple as like going to Bay Beach, man. What the fuck? Is it? Po- can you guys tell me? Is it possible for parents to enjoy a vacation with their kids? Like yes, or is it just a? Is it just an exhausting week? Like it just seems like. Well, oh. the answer the answer to your question is yes. It's exhausting, and it's incredibly enjoyable. Very rewarding. Those memories last forever, I suppose. And I, I would say, like Bart, I don't know what you know. I'm sure you feel similarly, but experiencing things through their eyes. Not to be too sentimental, but like that's you'll get hooked on that. Like that's the that's the hook. Is like uh. watching the magic. And it doesn't have to be a theme park. It can be. A, a movie, a oh, TV we went show. To Arizona. Toy. Going to Target, as Bart can attest as well, is like it's like, oh my God, look at this amazing store! This is and then everything, and it's that's what's that's where the the joy is at. That's why when I took uh, him to a Brewer game for the first time, the thing that I remember the most is uh, when he walked into the stadium, and immediately his eyes just went like. Cause he's never been in a place like that big before that vast. Yeah. And yeah. so of all the other things that we did in the stadium, uh, just walking in was like the highlight for me. 
Yeah. That's cool. All right. Um, in 10 years, I'm let gonna... us know how you feel about that, Grant. Parent Corner. Yeah. Bill Simmons does it, but the Bart Winkler Parent Corner, sponsored by Dan Shaney Insurance. That's good stuff. Good, good stuff. Dan Shaney Insurance, by the way, does provide the uh, video streaming capabilities to our podcast. So, appropriate mention from you. You can check him out, danshaney.com. Uh, he is, he's, you know, he's kind of, he's, he's kind of like the me of insurance. He's doing his own thing and saving people money. You know, I'm doing my own thing. I'm saving people money. You know, you got your Omaha steak burgers. You got your happy place hemp codes. You got your Dan Shaney insurance deals. So yeah, he's like, he's like the bard of insurance. That's not probably how he wants to be talked about, but uh, check him out. DanShaney.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, some voicemails quick. Thanks to our friends at Carl's Place, Carl of ET.com, backslash Bart. This is Matt in the Falls. Um, on Tuesday's show, well, let me let me say this first, Paul. Okay. On Tuesday's show, I I can't, I hate the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's another really bad take, but okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything against hockey. I don't like hockey. I've just I've decided that I have so many interests that my brain can only take up so much, right? And you know, there's some places where the other person would have hockey and I have soccer or Marvel or WWE yeah. or wrestling. I don't have enough space for hockey. Like I try to watch hockey and things don't stick with me. I can't learn players' names. I can't it's just it doesn't it doesn't happen. The Stanley Cup playoffs I feel like are my version of soccer to the normal okay. person where everyone always tells me there's nothing better than the Stanley cup playoffs. It's the, and I'm like, yeah, okay. But every time I watch it, I'm like snooze. <clears throat> and then the Stanley cup playoffs, what I said was they always get in my way. Like I've gone to plenty of bars in April and May in my life where I want to watch the brewers or the NBA playoffs. 
and fucking hockey's on. And so I dislike the Stanley Cup playoffs. And now they're on ESPN. You know, you might default turn it there. Put them back on Versus. Put them back on the Outdoor Channel. I'm tired of this shit. Anyway, um, I had some voicemails from Matt in the Falls, and he is our Minnesota Wild correspondent. So we do have an update from Matt in the Falls. Hello, Bart. This is the uh, Bart Winkler Show, Minnesota Wild correspondent, Matt in the Falls. It is 1.06 a.m. I'm talking quietly so I don't wake the family. The Minnesota Wild just won the longest game in franchise history on a Ryan Hartman rebound winner, gift-wrapped with a bow on it, outplayed for the last two periods, outshot nearly 2-1. to one. Gustafson was incredible in the goal. Didn't even have Eric Zanak out there. Bill took it from Dallas. In Dallas, game one. Let's fucking go. Okay. Any comments on the Minnesota Wilds thrilling victory? Gustafson and Erickson are two of the names that would have been at the top of my board if I had to guess the names of Minnesota Wild players. Yep. I think that's fair. That's a big rivalry, though, because it was the Minnesota North Stars who moved mm-hmm. to Dallas. So that's That's got to always be a thing, right? What is it with Minnesota teams moving places and then keeping their name despite the name not really making sense in their new location? Like, Lakers doesn't make sense oh, in two. L.A. There's two of them, too. Well, yeah, but that's more than other – yeah, but that's still more than well, other – Well, they did change their name. Lot. No, they, they, they were the North a little Stars. Bit. A little so the, bit. They were the North stars. stars. Now they're just the Stars. Which is they a were, We are. You're literally describing the first opening scene of basketball – and the and the Lakers moved to Los Angeles where there are no lakes. And the basketball is an all timer. Hopefully, Grant, you've seen it. <gasps> Sorry. Oh, you're a terrible human. Watch watch, watch basketball. First off, it's amazing. But if the very least, watch the opening scene because it you're hitting you're you're describing it. You wrote it. You you didn't know you wrote a contributing writer to basketball, but you are 25 years later. Hmm. I'm just saying you would never name a team the Stars if you're starting a new team. That's incredibly lame. But they move out of Minnesota and then they end up with the, I don't know. Well, wait a minute. Well, the dumbest one is the dumbest one is the Utah Jazz. That's another Bart. You know that's another one of the ones from basketball. And the New Orleans Jazz moved to Utah where they don't allow music or people who traditionally Uh, have played jazz music respectfully to Utah. let me say, uh, the stars, though, in Dallas, I literally just thought of this, though. It's the stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. So, oh, I was stars. Say, is, is that from a musical? But I know the song, Deep in the Heart of Texas. I know that song. But they say stars, so maybe that's why they kept it. Maybe the Tony stars. and Texas. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got another voice right here. It's a short one. for Tony. This one is for Jeff. This, this one is from Jeff. It's for Jeff. Hey, Bart. It's Jeff in Milwaukee. Um, Tuesday morning, listening to your show. I just heard a take from one of your regular callers, and I do think he brings a lot of interesting things to the table, but I know it, I think it was brought up by Q or Conroller earlier um, a couple of weeks ago, but you got to stop with the negativity. Like, if... The Bucks 
lose in the playoffs, you know, we can we can go down all these sad fucking thoughts and, and places to be, you know, but right now we're we're trying to win a championship and we need positive fans and people to cheer and not go, Oh, oh, what if and wringing their hands and this and that in the past, you know, let's fucking go. Bucks in six, baby. Come on. Well, I appreciate that from Jeff because, you know, when I put out there, like, uh, I had a tweet the other night about, oh, let's talk about my Monday real quick. Uh, congr- congratulations to me. I did Writer Than You. I did a podcast. I did PA for Shorewood Soccer. I I worked like five and a half hours on Monday collectively. So, oh boy. Congratulations to me. Um, but then also, like, I put a tweet about, you know, the Kings crowd, and I get the difference. They haven't been in the playoffs in 16 years, and Pfizer will never be like this. And the comment that really bothers me is, well, Wisconsin fans are used to – we're used to scars. We're used to agony. We're used to – the Bucks just won the play. Like, they just won. I don't understand how this agony um, – <laughs> I get it with the Packers, maybe the Brewers, but you just saw the Bucks. It's like the Bucks won – and it didn't register to the Wisconsin fans. It's like we thought we were dreaming. It really pisses me off. I thought Ty Windish made a, a nice point. It's like we need to talk our shit a little bit more. We're the number one seed yeah. with the best player in the world. Like, why are we – I don't know. Why are we always so scared? I'm with you. That's a good take. All right. Well, we're all here to do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, Paul, you've meticulously prepped for this, and now I'm going on about how much Disney sucks. Which As per does. usual, I'm very, very prepped. It does not. All right. Um, I, th- I forget who it was on your post-game show after the Bucks lost game one, but said something to the effect of, like, well, and then without Giannis, the Bucks would be the eighth seed. So I was thinking about where the would be, where the Giannis-less Bucks, how good they would be relative to the rest of the Eastern Conference. So you can put some thought into this, but – the Bucks without Giannis would still have been good enough to be the five seed in the East. So the Bucks are the Giannis list Bucks would still be the fifth best team in the East. So the one seed Bucks they let their pass by Boston, in this case Philly. Um, wow, help me out here. Um, Cavs and Knicks. So I, I put the Cavs and the Knicks, but then I slotted them ahead of the Nets. I slotted them ahead of the Hawks and the Heat. So the Giannis list Bucks would still be the fifth best team in the East. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Well, that's interesting. Uh, they do have three guys that got a considerable amount of votes for the all-defensive uh, player of the year. So, yep. I mean, you would still have Drew. You'd still have Brooke. Middleton will assume his health. The fifth best team. So the fifth best team is the Nets or the Knicks. The, 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 the Knicks. But if the Knicks moved up to – you know, yeah. four because the Bucks. So, so the Nets are interesting. So you're saying that the I'm Nets basically are, saying they're slightly the worse Nets than are, the Knicks, but slightly better than the, the Nets. Are, the Nets are. Your internet got a little shaky at the beginning of that question. Go for it. The Sorry. Nets are. The Nets are. You know what sucks about acting. Is what's that? In plays or like in TV shows. If you this is a, this is very deep, but if you write like like if I'm going to be interrupted, they write the line up to the interruption. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if the uh-huh. sent if if the sentence is like, 
oh my gosh, I can't believe he's doing that. If that's what the person meant to say in the script, they'll say, oh my gosh, I can't. Dot, dot, so the, dot. Person will be like, the person will be like, oh my gosh, I can't. And then the other person will say their line. Yeah. One thing that like bothers me, especially with plays, is that everyone waits for their turn to talk. But in real life, we talk over each other. Mm. So, anyway. That is a good point. You, oh, you my gosh. That? We're having a fire. Sale. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you. Hey. You know what? I, I don't know. Very niche. See a you lot of plays, though? To, to really act out the I line. was in plays. That's you why I know that. You're talking you about ice cream going. Don't you? You need to know what you need to know the whole the entire context of the of the line of the statement. Bart, how many plays have you seen since high school? Since high school? Since you were in fact in plays, how many plays have you seen? My nephew was in Annie. And he was and he that... said, the jig is up. Anyway, okay. we make we make fun of him for that because of how he said it. Um, but he did a great job. But he did a great job. Yeah, he. Uh, I would say the. I, I don't know. Fit. He want to say yes, right? Because if we love their depth so much, you want to say yes. Uh, they they're eleven and eight without Giannis. I heard the broadcast say that a thousand fucking times the other night. Um, the Nets are interesting because they like. They were they're like they had KD and Kyrie. Like they had an idea of what their team was. And they traded these guys, and they just brought a bunch of dudes in, and it's like, mm -hmm. what is this? Is this a team? That's why their talent is better than how they'll do in the playoffs because they have talent, but they don't have a team, right? So they don't like, like Philly's got a team, so they're gonna. But what would what would this what would this Nets record be if they had this team all year? Like that's what I'm trying to figure out because the Nets minus Katie and forty five wins, maybe forty five. What are what do they what did they win? Yeah. That's the comp. Well, yeah, but so they, won, the they won so many of those games before they traded KD and Kyrie. I think so how many did the Bucks win? The Bucks are above five. They're above, They're better than a five hundred team. Yeah, even yes. without Giannis. Yep. So mm -hmm. if you say forty-five wins, yeah, yeah, they could probably slide. Yeah. So I'll say yes. I'll say you know, give or take one or two wins or teams. I'll say yes because they're better than five hundred. There were only six teams in the East that. We're better than 500. Uh, no, that's not true. But, okay, then the Heat. Uh, yeah, I'll say yes. I'll say, you know what? I'll say yes. Yes. They would be They would be the five seed. Mm-hmm. Grant Bills. Grant. I think they would be – I think they'd be slightly better than the Hawks. But I think they could be a play-in or borderline playoff team. Mm -hmm. I also think that coming into a year without Giannis, maybe Chris Middleton comes in in shape. Respectfully. I love Chris Middleton, <laughs> but – Respectfully, he hasn't had an off season in like three years. I get it, but come on. So if if Chris Middleton, if they come into the year with the idea that Middleton and Drew have to be the number ones, because I think they would both take turns doing that, then then yeah, I think they'd be fine. I think they'd be very similar to what the Nets are now. But I don't know if this current current Nets team is that great. I think they banked a lot of their wins before they traded away their superstars. So I yeah, think that's though though Mikal Bridges became a whole different guy. Brooklyn Bridges, Brooklyn Roads. Oh, great song. But yes, I, I'll say mm -hmm, loosely, a loose mm -hmm. When I close my eyes, 
I can almost hear my mother calling you. Go find your brother. Hurry on. Good job. That's good. I'm not able to contribute to this. Two doors Uh, above the butcher. First door on the right. Neil Diamond has his own musical now. Were you watching CBS Sunday Morning two weeks ago when they did a story on it? I will tell you, I'm aware of the reviews, which are like basically, I'll, I'll sub, I'll like, I'll uh, paraphrase the reviews. This was total horseshit. Yeah, you'll have that on Broadway. Sometimes. Neil Diamond is not here. I love Neil. Maybe more than you. Maybe. He's not a good lyricist. Oh, come on. It's very like, like you can paint, you can Mad Libs a Neil Diamond song. Sure. But back in that day, that's he's, all you had to do. I'm talking to like the last record he legitimately put out seriously is so s- shitty. It's so bad. Let me read you the lyrics to this song. <laughs> have you ever heard the song at the have you ever heard the song at the movies no paul nope. will love this do you know it grant no i'm a, uh, I'm a late 60s see. very early 70s guy that's the neighborhood i live in and that's about as far as i go okay i wouldn't i'm not gonna play it because i still want to monetize this on youtube <laughs> but i'll sing it You want adventure, they discovered the stuff. Don't need to venture past the movies. You need romance, they give you more than enough. They'll song and dance you at the movie show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, the earth is in danger. Show, whoa, 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 whoa. And only one man can save us. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's go. You know the ads are outrageous, and by the time he finally wins the fight, we're eating popcorn at the speed of light. What are we doing here? This is the man that brought us Shiloh. I feel like he's fucking Marvel movies. Was that by Goose? The the last record he has, uh, the record's called Three Chord Opera. It's it's some of the shittiest music I've ever heard in my life. How many, how many chords does he play on this album? Three. <laughs> of an opera. Yeah. Um, it was a different generation, Bart. Back in those days, you ever listen to Peter, Paul, and Mary? That was like the biggest thing in the world. And they the, that's not even... If you t- showed Peter, Paul, and Mary music that's made today, it would kill them. It would break their brain. That that little band back in the day, all you needed was two guitars and just you know. Well, I think the I think the thing that would break their brains more than anything is these now AI generated songs that are coming out. I saw one yesterday with, by Drake in the weekend that was might as well have been Drake in the weekend. Oh, and it's great not like you can do their voice. Can right? Can we, this sucks. Can yeah, we AI generate yeah. a song? By your day, your band was called The Day to Remember, correct? Can we AI generate a song by your old band for mm-hmm, a theme, oh, an email theme song? If, this has been going long enough. You need some imaging. This needs Can we more. AI generate my show? <laughs> so that no one has to do it. <laughs> 
Well, it'd be like, good morning, everybody. It'd be like, good morning, everybody. Man, fans in this state are terrible. I am the smartest. (laughs) Everyone in Milwaukee radio sucks. I don't want them to be bad. I just want them to know that they could get fired at any time. Oh, my God. Here's a stupid take about Denver sports. God, I got so fucked up last night. Can I tell you about my kid? I'm a dad. Don't forget toilet wings. Toilet wings. Is that um, a was that a repeat episode? Is that like did you just re-air that? I'm gonna say I feel like I've heard that episode before a few times. I'm gonna sing about Happy Place Hemp like I'm Neil Diamond. Oh boy. You want some gummies? They got all the stuff. Happy Place Hemp will help you. 25% off. That's more than enough. It's such a good deal with the promo code. Bart, get tinctures for your doggy. Bart, get some cream for your arthritis. It's not something that they'll say, but Bart can say it by experience. Some of the gummies that you nice and refreshed. Some of the gummies get you kind of high. Some of the gummies will help you sleep. You take the little special colored thing and you feel so good. I'm Neil Diamond. I'm living off my reputation. Uh, I'm Neil Diamond. Saving Silverman helped me reach a new generation of people like Grant, who still wears that mustache as a joke. You still have a mustache. What are you doing? I've never seen Saving Silverman. Oh, really? Oh, it's the hottest Amanda Pete has ever been. Amanda Pete? Grant, you have a Neil Diamond. She's like Lake Bell before Lake Bell. Oh, oh, here she is pictured with David Beninoff. Oh, they're married. Interesting. She's like what what people, like what Lizzie Kaplan tries to be. I also don't know who that is. Also, I... Party Down, bro. You've seen Party Down, right? No, I haven't seen anything. Just assume I haven't oh, seen it. I haven't seen it. You've not seen Party Down? Paul, I'm not I'm a 38-year-old man. I'm not subscribing to fucking stars. But it was this was from 15 years ago. I know it just came back, but original Party Down is 15 years old. Mm-mm. When I worked at Charter, seen. that's when uh Epic, Epics, the movie channel Epics came out. Yeah. Yeah. And like we had to sell it. We had all these incentives on epics. The reason that you get movie channels on your package is because HBO and Showtime like incentivize the hell of it, like to the agents. So like if you if the guy's like, I'll give you Showtime six dollars for six months, because every Showtime you get like Showtime like gives these call centers vacations to Punta Cana and shit. It's really weird. Anyway, Epics was trash. And I just I, I wouldn't, what we would do is we would include it in packages without telling people. Or we would say like, oh, this channel comes with, or this package, you get this, 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 epics. And then I would add separately. It didn't come as part of the, we cheated. Uh, we scammed you. I love when you tell stories of charter. Yeah. Well, it was a year and a half of my life that, um, I had to work the day after the Packers won the Super Bowl. The day after they won the Super Bowl, I had a 930 shift and I was hung 
hungover. Worse Were than you today. more hungover that day or today recording this pod? Oh, no, that was like the worst I've ever been hungover. I, I keep forgetting you like weren't younger for that. You were still very much an adult when that happened. <laughs> Grant, how hungover were you? After Super Bowl? That? Yeah, I was I was at a bar drinking during it, Grant. I remember going to social studies class. I wasn't like, yeah, I wasn't like growing my first pube at halftime like you. Come on now. That, that didn't take until seventh grade. He was in seventh grade during the Super Bowl. All right. All right. Um, uh, how do you promo want to code part 25% off your gummy needs. Grant, you should watch Saving Silverman and you should both watch Party Down. Add it to the list. Added to the list. All right. Speaking of Giannis, I'm going to keep the premise simple and then I'll expound. Ban the charge. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. More, well, uh, more, more specifically, ban the take charge under the hoop. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. So in the, in the thrilling media availability that I watched of Grant's, he said that it was a it was what do you call it a, a lazy topic or what'd you say? No, it was? casual. It is a, it's a casual, it's a casual topic, but but not for the purposes of this pod because this pod we go into the nooks well, and crannies. I was on writer than you on Monday, and guess what your boy talked about banning the charge. Also different for a national show, you have to cast a wider net on a casual on a national show. That was, oh. not what I meant to say. <laughs> not what I meant to say. It's not what I meant to say. Let me. I'll expound so it doesn't seem so casual. Um, the answer to this is moving the charge circle farther from the hoop. No, mm-hmm, or no, no, just no. just move no. the charge circle farther from the hoop, and you've mm-hmm. solved the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but this is what I said on the national show, which I filled in for Bill Ryder because he filled in for Jim Rome. Right. And you. my wife's like, Sometimes. my wife's like, why don't you just fill in for Jim Rome? I'm like, well, shit, I was feeling good about myself, but now you put it that way. Um, like that'd be fucked up though. If I fell in for Jim Rome, that, that's like a different level of like, that'd be fucking funny. <laughs> you would have yeah. to roam it up. If you did Rome show, you would have to, you'd have to. Could you like, could, could you like, would you feel, do you know enough of Jim Rome that you could jump in and do Jim Rome no. show? Come on. Really? I never listened to Jim Rome. You don't need to. You know, you would be able to do Rome's show. I used to listen to it like 15 years ago. I'm guessing it's not changed a heck of a lot. No. Do, do, the callers still, do, do callers still call in and give, do callers still call in and give their height and weight? No, that's mostly been taken over by Rosillo now. Oh, really? Yeah, in life mm-hmm. advice. What did you say on said national show though, Bart? Oh, thank you. That the reason and I and I said one of the things I like to do now with my takes is instead of just coming out and having a take, I like to say like I'm exploring how I feel. I like to talk it out. I don't like to just say the charge should be banned. I don't like I like to like kind of with the audience get to where i'm getting to i like your to show my work yeah you're, you're workshopping yeah and and what that would hopefully do is invite more people into the conversation i don't want to just talk at you i want to i want to learn 
where I should be going. And Mm. so with the block charge, I said, all I can tell you right now today in this argument and my feelings of it is that I just think when a guy, and I use Kevin Love as the example from the Bucks game, when a guy of Giannis's stature, the athletic ability that he has, or John Morant, or Joel Embiid, all these examples from the last couple of months, are coming in and they have the basket in front of them and we know what they're going to do. For a guy to just slide over and stand like a statue and then fall backwards, on per- it just looks silly. It's right. a silly-looking thing in the game. And I said, we have to remember that the sports that we're playing in 2023 – were invented in like 18 something. And so like baseball, we have to make changes in baseball because everyone is throwing a hundred miles an hour. Now the mound at the 60 feet, six inches was never intended to be that close. If a guy could throw a hundred golf, you have these par fives were essentially because of technology with the balls, with the drivers, that like golf is played by athletes now and not rich fatties. You can drive a green on a par five. If you're good enough, basketball is played in a totally different way. It's not just like guys running around being like, did it, you know, the Bob Cousy's of the world. It's, it's, it's these freaks of nature. So the sport needs to evolve because the rules that we are playing the sports with are a hundred years old. So I think that the block charge is silly. It looks silly. I understand a a defender needs his right to space, but the fact that you can like slow an athlete down who's charging and then going to brace for a big fall because you're ready to just stand there. It just looks silly and I don't like it. So that's my opinion is that, we do need to get away from the block charge. Now, I hope that was not casual for you. No. I, Wait, so I, Bart, I, I would just say, Bart, real quick. So would you – you would just ban the charge entirely? You'd move back – so you would do more than just move back the the restricted area. You would just say if you if you well, like, slide under so – if, if, if I'm an offensive player and I'm, like, pushing off, like, there's a charge, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking like the I, I, under the yeah. hoop, the under the hoop charge. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to just stand there and take contact. That's stupid. Yes, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Grant. First of all, uh, to follow up on what Bart said, when you were listing rules that were made a long time ago that were never intended to apply. Do you like my Will have. and Grace mug? I I I didn't know that's what that was. Didn't know either. So it's I have a coffee mug that has a B on it. And my wife has an N for her name. Uh, Nancy. Uh, that's right. Um, I'm, I know what your wife's name is. We've watched Will and Grace and they had them too. And we're like, oh, fuck. So you, you've not seen Party Down, but you, you're a big Will and Grace guy. All right. Continue, Grant. No, well, I, watched, seen, I watched yeah. the new Will and Grace. I never saw the original. Yeah. <laughs> That, there's no way that's good. There's no way that's good. I don't Will care. Don't Grace tell me. It was kind of funny. It was funny. Um, I what I was saying is I thought you were gonna 
use one more example in that rant of rules that were made a long time ago and, and maybe don't apply today, but you didn't. And uh, I won't, I won't use. Oh, bring it up, please. Either. No, no, uh, no, uh, no. Paul, I think the under the hoop is a good one because I feel like charges are fine. We don't want people undercutting athletes that are in the air, right? Like yeah. taking a charge of someone who's driving isn't inherently dangerous. It's when they elevate off the ground and that only happens around the hoop or a, a, a smart player would only do that around the hoop. So if you just expand that circle a little bit, I think that's solid. I've heard other people say that just help side defenders shouldn't be able to take charges. You should have to be involved with the play. I think it's fine. I also, as a Bucks fan, need to realize that I cheer for Giannis. And I've seen a lot of Celtics fans and people last 24 hours who are who are pushing back against the idea that there's something wrong with the with the charge rule. Like Giannis takes advantage of his physicality and he gets a lot of advantages from his size in this current rules system too because they can't call a charge on him every play like Giannis is coming out ahead a lot so I think we also need to realize that for the bad that sometimes come with Giannis and the frustrating parts where people are undercutting him and taking charges he also gets a lot of free throws right and there's not a whole lot the defense can do with him so I'm I'm trying to be honest with myself about that um with Giannis also I was I don't know if you I was gonna mention guns Bart was the other thing that I thought you were gonna uh, an old rule that maybe has changed over the years, but you didn't go there. That's what I was going to say. Oh yeah. Um, you know, now that this is my podcast and I don't have to like worry about uh, casuals listening. Cause if you're 40 minutes into this podcast. If you're 40 minutes into the podcast, you'd like the content. Uh, you know, you like, and, and I appreciate that. Um, AR 15 should not be like allowed anywhere. I mean, what are we fucking doing? Should the block charge, be packaged up with the AR-15 and legislation, and uh, should we address both at the same time? Maybe one big bill. I mean, anyways. Anyways. Or as my college RA would say in emails to our group, empty ways. (laughs) Jokingly or? I don't know. (laughs) You had an email when you were in college? That's funny. (laughs) Hey, oh, fuck off, will you? <laughs> one um, year, uh, when, when, when was that? When was I in that? Uh, I think Madden 03 or Madden 03. So he like, he made us all, it was really nice of him, but he made us to think of this. He knew we all loved to play Madden. So he made everyone in the cube like baseball jerseys. And instead of like Madden 03, it was like the script, the same script that said Coat Hall 1C or 3C or whatever. And he gave us like 03 on the back and like they were baseball jerseys and they were, none of us wore them. I mean, they were so, but I would, I would wear the shit out of that today. I was going to say, looking back, I bet you, you wish you, yeah. I didn't know you were a Coat Hall guy. I was as well. That never came up. I feel like it must. I feel like it must have. I don't know. I was about to ask you what dorm you were in before you said it. Can you put Co- put Code Hall on the green screen? No, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something else. Prop comedy is coming back. Fond du Lac's carrot top. Everybody. Yeah. Prop comedy. He's got so many different weird things in that basement, Paul. Yeah, I'm really concerned. My basement is a treasure trove of of props. That oh, he, oh, that <laughs> the letter jacket that does not fit. 
Sure it does. <laughs> oh yeah, button it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, got it. Froze. Got my Bondi letter jacket here. Let me show you the back. This is a real. This is this is what a real man wears on his letter jacket. Cardinals swimming track soccer. <laughs> might as well say kick me on the back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you oh. might as well say I did not have sex in high school. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I was uh, I was also swimmer track cross but I didn't have a letter jacket. So, I You were also swimming track. Okay, but not soccer. Okay. I didn't play soccer. Well, cross country and soccer the same season. Well, yeah, you just called it cross in- country. Did you just call cross country cross? Yeah. You nerd. Paul, is that weird? Back me up on this. That's yeah, not weird. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Next question. I, I played really cool sports like tennis. So God, I bet you were a really, I bet you were a good tennis player. That tracks. That makes sense. Yeah, I see that. that <laughs> does that make a lot of things make sense Respect, now? No, respectfully. Like, it's not a bad thing. I, I don't know. I just want everyone to be clear that they're listening to three sportsmen on this podcast, you know, who... So there's not one down of high school football between us three? Flag football or middle school. I never played it. Not a snap. I was pretty decent in seventh grade football, and then it became a bit too rough and tumble for me. Yeah. You know my flag football story? Well, you're going to because I'm going to tell it. <laughs> I just want to hear your t-ball story. Yeah, that, I like the t-ball story. Well, as a catcher in t-ball. <laughs> I never scored a touchdown in flag football. I wanted to be a wide receiver. But I wasn't a starting wide receiver because the two starting wide receivers, the coaches were their dads, which mm. actually came back around for me in a good way when I was a goalie in soccer in high school. But I was a tight end in one play, and I did a little post move, and I caught the ball, and I was running to the end zone. And there was a kid that I knew was faster than me, but I was outrunning him, and then he, like, stopped. And I scored a touchdown. And it was my first and only ever touchdown ever. And then what had happened was, oh no, the some motherfucker at the line of scrimmage ripped my flag off at the line of scrimmage. I didn't have the ball. He ripped it off. And then so as I was running down the field, one of my flags were already off, and so nobody chased me because they figured I was down. So the play had to be replayed, and I never. My brain first thought that you're running to the wrong end zone. And then my brain thought that there was some misunderstanding about, about you. And I thought maybe they were letting you score for reasons. I don't know. That's where my brain went. That I, wasn't the case. I, I thought the story was going to be that like the dads, the wide the dads who were the wide receiver kids mm-hmm. said, Hey, let let Bart have one. Sure. There you go. Yep. That's that's better than where my mind went. But uh, your flag fell off. That's funny. Well, well was taken it off. Was re- was removed illegally. Mm-hmm. At that yeah. point, it's two hand touch. Someone should have to. It's two hand touch. I believe if a flag fall, if there's an incidental flag removal, I played a lot of flag. Oh, flag is that the rule? I think so. Yes. Now the kid, his nickname, and this is a classic. This is a classic youth nickname. He was the biggest kid, so he was called Texas. That's a classic youth school <laughs> nickname. 
It was Texas who took your flag off illegally, you're saying? Yeah, Texas did it. Texas robbed you of your touchdown? What a prick. Yes. Do you know where Texas is today? Where is Texas today? What is he up to? What is Texas up to? Uh, he he was uh, he was killed in a murder suicide. But he wasn't the. Was he really? Who's kidding? I don't I don't know his real name. I don't know where the fuck he is. You remember that his nickname was Texas. Ah, you don't. I knew the kid. Yeah. All right. Well, I look forward. You have. I, look I don't. I don't, I don't no, I'm, I am just kidding. I am just kidding. His name was uh, Robert Thompson. He drowned in a fishing accident. <laughs> Paul, I, re- I regret asking. <laughs> yeah. Thoroughly regret asking. Which, of course, leads me to my next question. Uh, when do you think the NBA added the restricted circle, Grant? Um. Oh, I don't know. Probably after the three-point line. I remember it was before. It was before my buddy Texas fell off that building. I was gonna say, was it before or after nine eleven? That's where I gauge when things were added. I don't remember anything before? I don't know when, Paul. Bart, what's your guess? I, I wouldn't. I would have had a decent guess, but I had to look it up. Bart, do you, what would be your guess? Ninety-seven. That's exactly right. Yeah, I'm a good guesser. That's exactly. This right. is a great talent I have. I'm like my well, wife will be like, "Guess how much this thing cost?" And I'll say, "I don't know, 230 bucks." And she'll say, "Did you see the receipt?" Is this like the Price is Right? Like where they had to guess the price of the item, and you just would you would have crushed at that. And then we'll make passionate love. <laughs> You and Nancy as Grant uh... <laughs> Nelly, <laughs> Nora, uh, Nelly. That's like, another. Oh, Texas, and I'll be like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, Ninety-seven. No, I'm I'm much I'm much more like Delaware than I am Texas. If you know what I'm saying. Well, I, I saw your tweet about the banana size. Penis size. That store. meant penis <laughs> size. I have yeah. a small lane. <laughs> he says wearing a letter jacket. <laughs> that features soccer yeah. and swimming and track. Um, when I got this letter I, jacket, I was 150 pounds. What do you do now? 80 pounds. 80, yeah, 80 pounds. Yep. Got to lose that spare tire around you. Yeah. Mm. Ah! Yeah. Is that still running? Think? No, the same ad still running. I think that's running six years. I, I haven't heard that ad in forever. I would kill. I would. I would kill to hear the divorce lawyer ad. That's oh. is that still running on the fan? One of the greatest advertisements. Fast forward a couple of months. That one, but where the kids go to live in New York. I they think my kids in New York. They could make a TV show. They you could run that on HBO. You could form a TV show around that commercial. I couldn't believe the first time I heard it. And then I really couldn't believe six years later when the same one was still running and people were pumping money into this commercial. That was. Uh, I knew I should have talked with my lawyers before agreeing to this deal with you, Paul. But then, but then we took out McGivern's voice and a new guy did it. 
You you know when I knew the station was going to die? Go ahead. Paul froze. It was when I had to. Yeah. It was a really nice picture of him. I was going to say, I'm going to take a screenshot of that. Then I should have listened. Oh, shit. Now we got to catch up. Everybody just hold on to your butts. Paul is catching up here. Paul, you good? I'm back. I was told that the bumper music, like I was in charge of my own bumper music, Tame Impala. Caesars, Jerk It Out, Even Flow. Yeah, I had to run it by management. I'm like, if you can't let me control my bumper music, like you don't need to be that meticulous and middle managing to do my bumper music. I was like, there ain't going to be a station here in two months. That's what I know. <laughs> and, then, and then you were right. Yeah. Um, I would just say about the charge circle, I don't think it's a reactive. Like, so Ja gets hurt and then Giannis gets hurt. I don't think this is reactive. I So, like, I was thinking about the pass interference review after the – what game was that in the playoffs four or five years ago? Saints? The NFL and, championship game between the Rams and the Saints. I Rams and the Saints. Yes. That was reactive. You know, and then they got rid of it right away. I don't think this is reactive. I think this is – and I don't think this is a Bucks thing. Like, I, I think if you had reasonable Celtics fans – Grant, it sounds like you heard some unreasonable Celtics fans. They're all unreasonable. Who, There's no who were against it. Um, it's, it's not a good basketball play to slide under some dude that's about to go airborne. So, do something. Uh, maybe it's move it back. With the, the charge circle, that's all fine. All right, not bad for a, a casual topic, right? Well, I, w- I would like to say one other. I would like to say one other thing, just because. Uh, um, I f- I think I'm more important than I am. If I was offered a job back on Milwaukee radio, Jesus Christ, I would I would only take it. I would take it under one condition. I I would have to have Chuck as my co-host. Not I am not returning to Milwaukee radio without frames. How does it feel to know that that's not mutual? He won't even Chuck do and I time. Chuck and I talked at length last night. Do you really? remember what was said? I do remember. We uh, shared a lot of the effect of Bart. I think Bart was something the effect of like <laughs> Draymond <laughs> did some bonus. <laughs> and they hit him. Uh, I gotta go to. Sleep. Oh, it was via text. Oh, okay. which so? How do you transcribe? I wasn't it? drunk. I'm just hungover. <laughs> that actually, I understand that. That's yeah, that makes sense. What What did you discuss? What did you talk about? Things that should be kept private, but won't be. So bring it. Let's go. But we agree that we would love to be back on the radio together. And who initiated this thought? Um, I might have. Okay. Has he agreed to say your name yet in the Locked On Brewers podcast? That I don't know. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. You want me to say a topic, or you got something else random? <laughs> no, I'd not say, random. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, one thing that helps cure these hangovers is, like a burger that's made out of steak. I mean, that shit's just fucking just delicious. Omaha steaks is what I'm talking about. Dot com promo code Bart $20 off your burger flight. 
order it today. That was the the Ron Swanson, in fact. After the hangover, he brings everyone a big, juicy burger the next morning. All right, here's the one I was really excited to talk to you guys about. Uh, and I, you know, Bart, you said you you workshop your takes sometimes on national radio because you're not you're not there to give a take. You're there to like feel the temperature and then find your way into your take. So I soft tested this one last night with a group of buddies. And I, I have to kind of walk it back a little bit because I went much harder in that text. And then I, I realized I might have been a little bit off base. But let me tell you how I initially framed it. The NBA playoff broadcasters have a long way to go to catch up with the quality of the NFL playoff broadcasters. Said another way, the NBA playoff broadcasters, I say playoff because, you know, it's like big game and you kind of have your core four or five teams of broadcasters. The NBA playoff broadcast duos, trios, are not nearly as good as the NFL's playoff big game broadcast duos. So I want to be clear, I'm including the the play-by-play person plus – the analyst color commentator. The, well, there's the, more the, of them. There's more. There's more, but but they'll get dwindled down as the playoffs go further along, and then you'll kind of then you'll kind of round into form of like your core four teams of announcers. But let's 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 play this one out. So I, I don't know where your heads go, but my initial take, having watched a weekend of basketball, and been most mostly unimpressed and a bit confused why there's not better. NBA broadcasts. The NBA broadcast teams have a long way to go to catch up with the quality of where the NFL's broadcast teams are at. Grant has his hand up. Can I go first? I would like to say, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, a strong mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think it's because of the the analysts. I think it's because of the killer folks. Yes! Because I think Harlan is better on basketball than he is on football. Football, Harlan the other night... I did not like his call. If, if I may say, because Grant, I want to hit on this real quick. I think mm-hmm. Kevin Harlan is not good on basketball, but I honestly believe that's only because he's being dragged down so hard by Reggie is that he doesn't – like Reggie just takes that thing and just destroys it, which makes Kevin Harlan look bad. But so sorry, sure. continue. Well, I like – Harlan's a very busy broadcaster, so I like him on radio for football more yes. than TV. And yes. I like him on basketball because basketball is a busier sport. Reggie's just not – in in the NBA, there's a lot of color analysts who are just there because it seems like they, there's no one else. Like they just got like Reggie Doris does it because he's Reggie Miller and and no, Doris is good. I like Doris Burke. She's maybe she's not playoffs, but I like Doris Burke. Doris had her moment. Doris had her moment. She has slipped. So I love Harlan. Reggie's mid. I like Ian Eagle a lot. I like Ian Eagle. Jim Jim Jackson again. I, I don't know that I don't like Jim Jackson. Loved his son at Wisconsin all-time badger part of a final four team but it's just like okay Jim Jackson when I listen to him I I like I'm like oh this game's on NBA TV yeah I hear Jim Jim Jackson and I don't know it's Jim Jackson like it's it's like it's so nothing saw like just it's a big nothing burger I think someone might call it a big nothing burger Mm mm-hmm I've heard that phrase somewhat recently. Sorry, keep keep going. Well, no, like Breen is incredible. I Breen love is great. Eagle. I love. But who, but who is but who is Breen stuck with? Fucking Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy. It's Van so Gundy. bad. Van Gundy's funny though. I like Van well, he's Gundy. He's not. Yeah, like, that team though works. That team works. Mm. I, I agree. And I don't. I don't think Mark Jackson oh. is great. 
I think Van Gundy, I like Van Gundy because he's crabby. He reminds me of Rock on the Brewers. Bro. Why? I don't want to hear crabby uncle. Like, I don't. Like... Fair. Fair. But Show me works. one good color analyst in the NBA then. Show me one. Show me okay, one. Okay, I, I will tell you. I, this is, I don't think this is controversial. I really like Richard Jefferson. Sure. It's hard. It's hard. I'm also, I'm also very much growing on J.J. Redick. My least favorite <laughs> buck of all time, J.J. Redick, I think has a future in this. It's hard for the young bucks to get it because they sound like young – like Richard Jefferson and like Tony Romo kind of like younger, whiny, unpolished, doesn't play great, but I do like, I like Richard Jefferson. I think he's good, but I think to answer, mm-hmm, but I think it's because of the analysts. I don't think it's, yes, I think okay. the NBA's got great play-by-play people. I, I didn't want to tip my hand because that, but that's my, that was my thought is it's the, the, uh, play, the play-by-play guys are really good. Anyway, Bart, you go ahead. Well, let me, NBA has, NBA has a long way to go to catch up with the NFL broadcast. Let me slander team. Mark Jones. Uh, Mark Jones is, Come on, Mark See, Jones I, is good too. I, I, I agree with Grant Bart. I'm against you on Mark Jones. But go Mark ahead. Jones, go Mark Jones needs to call a game as if he's not like. I bet you he gets texts from his buddies that are like, "Hey, work these ten words into the broadcast." He's a goddamn thesaurus. <laughs> he's a thesaurus. It's annoying. By the way, you specifically called out the way that he talked about the wattage on the light the beam thing, and you called it out as like an annoyance. I thought that was great information. I would rave way rather find it. Piercing the atmosphere. Just say the light. I enjoyed that call. Well, that's the one I use, and people are like, oh, you're just mad the Warriors lost, which they're still going to win the series. I'm going to go bet that at Pato today. Um, I'll I'll take you on that offline, but okay. Well, here's what I want to say. As good as some of these guys are in the NFL, no one touches Lisa Byington. Can hold a candle to Mike Breen. Yeah. Mike Breen is better at NBA than anyone is at NFL. W. W. Mike Breen is fucking amazing. Mm. Mm. I think Basketball Hall of Famer Mike Breen. I think they inducted him in the uh, media wing. And can I have some Al Michaels slander for a second? Oh. This crabby bastard (laughs) was so mad about the shitty games he had to call on Amazon (laughs) that they're going to flex Thursday night games eventually. And that is a huge loss. I will say, my mother sent me a podcast about Michael. She listens to Smartless with Bateman. Oh, and- great podcast. Oh, fuck yeah. that podcast also. No. Come what? on. Well, they paid a million bucks a show. They barely okay, so do it, any work. Yes, it, it is simple work for a ton of money, but it's put that aside. Al Michaels sounded more excited to be on that podcast than he did at any point on any Thursday night game this last year. Well, when he's on Howard Stern, he's like the best. I bet. He when he when he had Collinsworth, he was really good. Oh, I love Collinsworth. Holy shit! I, the NBA needs their version of a Collinsworth. They just JJ, right, JJ Redick is angling to be that. Look, I'm smart, but 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 it's not endearing if all you do is talk about how much smarter you are than everyone else. And he's young. Collinsworth is the statesly elder of NBC. Like there's cachet. Maybe that comes Jack from. can do NBA. Oh God. <laughs> Um, does Joe Buck have a kid yet? How far? I can't wait. I can't wait to watch NFL games one day where Joe Buck's son is calling games and I'm able to look at my children and say, and I, I was around when his dad called games and God, he was the best. Everyone loved him. 
I'm going to tell my kids a lot of revisionist history. I'm really going to edit things for them and the way they were <laughs> growing up. I can't wait. Anyways, sorry. Remember, I'm just reading my mentions real quick uh, because I had a take about the Pfizer forum crowds being shitty and people are getting real defensive. Like, oh, the Bradley Center was good. Well, yeah, I didn't say that. I'm talking about now. And then also, um, remember when the Brewers gave out cowbells on opening day? And then if you try to bring a cowbell, that same cowbell back to the stadium, they won't let it, you bring it in. Is that right? Yeah. A cross-country staple. Speaking of a great sport that's played in the fall, I'm, oh, I also said that. I also said this casual topic on. Uh, I am pro cowbell at sporting events. Not one. One is bad, but multiple sounds good. I don't, but I, I don't want to be at a game where there's cowbells. Maybe I also am very. I think pro it, could, it could help with the TV broadcast, but I don't want to be there for it. Why not? Because yeah. it's too in your loud. Ear. Yeah. Too loud. Yeah. Too much. Do you know that uh, the more cowbell sketch when they say Bruce Dickinson, he actually wasn't the real producer of that song. The person who wrote the sketch uh, used the like the greatest hits, and he was like the guy that put that album together. Who cares? Go on. So uh, Breen is the best, but Bart mm-hmm, or mm-mm, that overall the NBA broadcasters. Not as good. Have a long way to go to catch up with the NFL. Overall, on the like the top four, top five teams, broadcast teams. That is. Hold on. Uh, He's too busy reading his mentions. No, no. What's that? What's that? The little devil on my shoulder has something to say. Oh, I feel like I he's always here. No, I, I, I can't say that. That's offensive. And I don't want it to get clipped if I say that. Okay. He says, say it or he's going to harm my family. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The devil on my shoulder saying this. You sure? Uh, yeah, the NFL is better because there's not any women in it. You done? <laughs> That's what he said to say. <laughs> Doris Burke is good. No, she's not. Yes, come she back. Is. Come back. Doris Burke is good. So is Mark Jones. That's such a no. The gravitas of Mark Jones. He got the gravitas. Like, like Mark Jones can dig in. Isn't that offensive? Of course it was. But Bart, uh, I do think if you were you, I think you need to admit your bias. On the Mark Jones calling the Kings. Nothing. But I don't think that, I've not liked like Mark Jones for a long time. Fine. I I would tell you, I I would actually say I do not think Mark Jones should as the key's the Kings play by play guy. Let's let's say that up front. He should not be allowed to call the Kings playoff game on a national audience. Come I don't on. care about that. I don't care Really? I, I like you want to look you want I mean you're just gonna naturally get a local slant. Like even if he largely avoided it, like it's you know we don't we don't get one from Brian Anderson anytime he's in Milwaukee. He can't wait to cheer for the other team, no matter if it's the Brewers or the Bucks. So fans tell me I'm I'm an unbiased. I'm a level above. I don't engage it. Whoa, I'm I'm like counter. I'm like contradicting myself. How so? So I just went to because I wanted to prove to you that I don't like Mark Jones, and I typed in my name on Twitter with Mark Jones. Uh oh. And so on April 12th, 
I said Mark Jones is like if Chat GPT called a basketball game. <laughs> That's a pretty good tweet. But then on June 2nd, 2002, so the Bucks must have been playing the Celtics. Well, did you say 2022? I said, I like this Mark Jones and Mark Jackson team. I think they are better with each other than with their normal crews. Breen, obviously the GOAT, but I think Jones is more of a natural replacement than, say, Tariko is for Al Michaels. Whoa. It's a good thing so you what, got to that before Bodie did. So what's happened yeah. to you in these past, however, one year? Well, the Warriors lost a game he was calling. So There you go. You found the string. Part, part of you, are you really rooting that hard for the Warriors? It's the Kings. Don't you kind of want to see the Kings win too? No. <laughs> Terrible. All right. That's fine. My dad's so funny. So my dad's texting the family last night. Um, I texted, you know, because we're all Warriors fans, my brother. You guys know that? He works for I said, the Warriors? Oh, yeah. I said, Draymond, what is you doing, baby? My dad said, they say soccer players embellish. Sabonis was earning an Oscar. I said, he got stomped on the chest. He could have finished a lot. (laughs) I said, Dad, I said, Dad, Draymond tried to like step him into the floor. Yes. And I, I defend Draymond. And I, and like, I can, he goes, no, no, no. Watch it in slow-mo. Draymond lifted up. No pressure. I said, <laughs> we're debating the physics of a guy stomping on a guy's chest. Dad, come on. I think also, that your deep now. involved here. Yeah. Also, like, <laughs> my first instinct was to make an Indomitian Sue joke within an instant oh. of it happening. Yeah. And then I go to Twitter a minute later. You know, Pete Bukowski got there. G- good Pete. You picked the low-hanging fruit. You were first to the punch. Well, respectfully, I like Pete. Some of his, tw- you know, tweets are annoying, but you you got the Nadama and Sue joke. Well done, good job. Anyways, Sorry. you got one other, more, maybe or no more? Yeah, let's do, let's do one more because we don't have much time left. We're gonna pivot to the NFL because we don't have much time left to talk about this. The Packers the draft, are still king we have all day. Grant's show doesn't go until four. Uh, I still don't think you really work, and I have nowhere to go. So I want to ask you this because we're running out of time before the draft. And um, I see there's an article by a reporter named Matt Schneidman, Bart. I don't know. And I know you don't see his tweets anymore because he blocked you, but he's, he's still well, on the beat. He is, a, he, is a ba- he, is, he is not good at writing. He is a bad writer. Is he a better writer than you? Sometimes. That was a Bill, that was a Bill Ryder show. Yeah, I got it. That was funny. Thank you. I think he's, and he's pretty good about admitting it on the show, and he got it wrong. Bill Ryder, that is. He will challenge these Hall of Famers. Good players who think they're, who think they're Hall of Famers. So I got to get Bill break on. Is, I got to get Bill I got to talk to Bill. Yeah, you should have him on. We're nice. All right. The the uh, the From premise Milwaukee. Of- Here's Bart Winkler. Just let Paul. Co- we're do We're being bastards. Mute yourself. I will do the same. The premise okay. of the article. I'll, I'll I'll hit you with one of the paragraphs. Matt Schneidman wrote: The Jets hold the leverage now, 
because the Packers are incentivized to finalize a deal before the draft, and New York is not. The Packers would benefit from using whatever picks they get in return to surround Jordan Love with more talent right away to succeed in Euro and as a starter. However, just because it makes the most sense for Gudikins to accept the Jets' best offer by April 27 doesn't mean that he will. My question for you is, the Packers should, in the in the effort of giving Jordan Love the absolute most talent possible for his first year as a starter, get a deal done before the draft, even if it means taking a little bit less than you might be able to squeeze out post-draft. Do it now, even if it's a tad bit less than what you might be able to get later, because you want to surround first-year starter Jordan Love with as much as possible. Mm-hmm, or mm-mm, as Bart seems like he's got an emphatic mm-mm coming. No, I don't get this thing, like... Surround him with as much talent as po- I don't get it. I don't get it. What? What's there not to get? That's how, how. So we're saying the talent this year is going to be better than the talent next year. It's just a year sooner. We want to set up Jordan Love in his first year as a starter to succeed the best we can. I think. Yeah. Well, have to the guys he's been practicing with for three years. Don't try to. <laughs> I mean, if Keep you, going. I, guess I, if you trade, I guess if you take like, you know, if you trade for 13 and get, you know, Michael Mayer and Jackson Smith, the Jigba, then okay. But yeah. are they going to do that? Are they gonna, they're going to trade for, first of all, on my show yesterday, I played an interview with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer that I did on Writer Than You. I had Sparky in our little production studio and we were... So at 9.25 on Monday, Bart and Sparky were in the same studio like it was my old show. And I played it on my podcast because if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, does it make a sound? Mm -hmm. So I figured that more people would hear it on my podcast than that we're listening to 12.50. Because you don't know what I'm going to be on, and I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, it's it's five wides going on when I'm on. Why would you listen to me? It's five wide. I do listen to five. Genuinely, I do sometimes listen to five wide just because it's chaotic and fun sometimes. So I agree. Yeah, yeah. Five, five wide. I did. I went five wide on my Bucks post game the other night. It was it was thrilling. Yeah, but then you quickly went to the six wide. It's fucking yeah. Electric. So Sparky said that the Jets get more leverage the longer this goes because the Packers are going to be stuck with paying Rodgers in week one. And I said, I didn't have an, I didn't have time to say anything. I was woefully late for a break. So I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to uh, go, but I, like I'm at the point with Rodgers with this trade. I don't, I, I honestly, I don't need anything. I don't care. I just know that Rodgers is not the quarterback in week one. If, if the Packers don't end up – if the Jets are like, oh, fine, we'll do this instead, and then the Packers are stuck with Rodgers, all right, back, he's a $60 million backup. I don't care. That's, that's, he's not going to come. He's embarrassed. He'll retire. I don't need a great haul for him. But the Jets are going to be more pressured during the summer than the Packers are. The Packers yeah. have two starting quarterbacks if they want. The Jets have zero. Yep. The Jets starting quarterback, they've already said, is number two. And it's the like a smarter team would be like, all right, well, we want Rodgers, but we can't like make it super obvious. Let's 
Let's put out feelers that we're in for Lamar Jackson. Let's let's put out some feelers that we might draft a quarterback. The Jets aren't doing even any of that. They're doing the opposite. Their GM is going on stage and saying, Aaron's coming here. Why are you doing this? Yeah, and and, and as Schneider points out in this article, they are like they just they don't want they think they I think the quote was it would be bad faith to negotiate with Lamar Jackson, the Jets believe, because of how far they are down the road with Rodgers. Like, I don't know how to tell you this. I would rather Joe, Joe get, Douglas, but like, yeah. I Go. would rather get more. So I just said it doesn't matter. But if the two options are, I want it to go past the draft because I want the Jets to feel pressure. And I I, I want I want it to go past the draft. I'm really so let me just, for the trade to happen after the draft. Now, Gutekinst, and this article does a very good job of painting it in the way that it seems from Brian Gutekinst's perspective. Right, as if an eighth grader wrote it. I agree. The Packers want it done before the draft. Brian Gutekinst wants this done before the draft. The quote here that I thought was really fascinating, Gutekinst said, certainly – I've been bad at writing. I hear you. Ready? So let Paul finish. Paul's good at reading. Here, I got the well, devil on me. Schneidman stinks. The quote from Brian Gutekinst, as used in this well-written piece on The Athletic, quote, certainly if we get beyond the draft, then everything changes, compensation changes. That would be a whole different scenario, end quote. What Brian Gutekinst is saying, do the deal now, Jets, or I'm going to fucking hang on to this. And you can, you know, like, that's, like, we were, we're going to weigh up the price if you don't do this before the draft. So... That's that. I mean, to me, this is a very fascinating like marker as, as a point in time. Get, do the deal. Brian Gutekinst, in very uncertain terms, is telling the Jets, "You do this now, or we're we're jacking the price way up after the draft." I, I find that price of going up. Price of brick going up. That's everyone's favorite thing to quote now. Probably haven't even seen the wire. I haven't seen the wire. That's why I don't quote that. Price of brick is going up. I hate it when people. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just I, I, no. That was that was that was. I mean, just I, I, I yes. get what you're saying. Can I can I chime in here? I don't know. I, I don't. Mm-hmm or mm-hmm, I'm not sure. I don't think any team has leverage here. I think we waste our, our time when we go back and forth and say which team has more leverage. I, I, I don't I, I think this is more about which team will be in a worse spot if this trade doesn't happen. Well, that's right? th- that is you're defining leverage. I, I suppose. I suppose. I, I still. Well, maybe maybe one team does leverage. Well, here I think the, the Jets the Jets are in a worse spot if the deal yeah. doesn't go through. The, the Packers having Aaron Rodgers on their roster and paying him is not good for them, despite Correct. what Bart says. I think it is even less good for the Jets to have Zach Wilson and Chris Streveler. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess the Packers do have more leverage, but I I, I don't I don't know Bart. I, I gotta pu- I gotta push back. I love you. You know this. But you can't just say you don't need anything for Rodgers. I don't even need any. Come on. Come on. He played here for almost 20 years. He was incredible. You're telling me you you don't need at least a little scratch for him, a couple of picks, something? I don't think he's that good anymore. Obviously, the Packers don't. They couldn't wait to get rid of him. What do you yeah. think about Jalen Hurts' deal? I thought he would get more guaranteed money, actually. Well, the article that I was reading talked about how, like, beating the Joe Burrow and the Justin Herbert deals to the punch is going to save, is going to make the Eagles look really good. 
because if Burrow or Herbert would have got it first, then Hertz would get more. Like it's just the natural way that these quarterback contracts work is like whoever goes first gets less. One of those guys is going to get more fully guaranteed. And then we're going to have to talk about race. You think so? I, I do not think so. Oh, that would suck. If that I think Deshaun Watson will be the outlier for a while. I know Kirk Cousins got his three-year $84 million initially guaranteed, but that's not 200. What was Watson? $235 million fully guaranteed. Yeah. I don't know. Well, all I would say is the Packers have, what, eight days to make a deal. Otherwise, according to Brian Gutekunst, the price is going way up. I find that to be an incredible negotiation tactic that I'm wondering how well he is sleeping at night, knowing that like, who's going to give first, who's going to give in first, who's going to give in first. Um, and by the way, did you see, speaking of your guy Schneidman, um, implied relatively strongly that Rogers might've, cause you saw the Woody Johnson thing, the Jets owner, where he said like, they're about to do a trade, and then he heard about the 90% retired thing, and then Woody Johnson said, oh, now I'm scared to do this deal. Yeah, Schneidman had the, Schneidman had the take that uh, that was intentional sabotage by Aaron Rodgers, knowing that if he said that, it would drive down the price. No, Rodgers, no, Rodgers wants to be traded for a first-round pick. I'm, I'm with Bart. When has Rodgers ever given a damn about his cost to the team that he's on? You know what Fair. I mean? You're yeah. telling me after 20 years, he's like, well, I don't want to completely put my team out. I want to make sure they have resources for other things. What is with all these former Packers, like, shitting on the – hey, what's with Brian Bulaga getting all mad at Pete Bukowski for saying a preseason throw is silly? I would <laughs> say uh, the ball? one thing I do want to – I did not see the Bulaga thing, but I would say Bakhtiari saying, are they going to be good this year? Saying the, Are they going to be good this year? Uh, most people would say they probably won't be good. You, you know what pissed me off about that Bakhtiari interview? And he was like – are they going to the Super Bowl next year? Probably not, right? As if we've been to so goddamn many of them in the last decade. Can we can we chill out with the Super Bowl? We haven't made one. The last time we made the Super Bowl was what? When Obama's first term? Like, well, they're, they're probably paying Bakhtiari $20 million to play seven games a season. No more shit. Than, more I, than $20 million. Yeah. I brought up on my show last week, I was like, I, it pisses me off to listen to David Bakhtiari, who's got $100-plus million in career earnings from the Packers, and Taylor Luan, I looked it up, he made like $80, 90000000 million from the Titans, sit around and bitch about how their friends don't play on their team anymore. It's like you lived to 95 years old, you don't get to hate God for killing off all your friends at 70. It's like you got to live to 95. That's your gift. Also, so be happy. also 69 can be funny 99.5% of the time but wearing it as your jersey number means you're a massive douche. I like David Bakhtiari. It's just it was just one of the random things. I don't know the, the 69. I don't know. I, don't. I think Bart, I think Bart, I, I think you mentioned it. Go off, cook. I, I think you mentioned it very briefly, Bart, in one of your shows where you, you wondered aloud if if you were overthinking it by uh, by Bakhtiari saying they in reference to the team. I have his He's number. Right now. You want to call David? You have his number? Yeah. Which which one of us should hit dial first is what I'm wondering. Do you also have it, Paul? Wow. Yeah. You Six five oh. Stop. 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 I just gave. You I don't. I don't. I don't want. I don't want. I would tell this to. I would tell this to him if he was here. You're currently on the Packers. Don't say they, and don't like just diminish what you think your team's season could be. 
because your buddy's no longer part of it. Like that's just bad form. Bad form. That's all I got. Fair. I I really care about the day thing. I don't really? I don't. I mean, yeah. do you, but do you care that he's diminishing what he thinks the outlook on the season could be, regardless of the they or the we of it all? I I don't I don't know. I think he's doing a. Now I sound like I'm defending the hell out of him. I think he was doing a podcast with some some O line buddy, and they're losing an all time great. I think I think it's reasonable to think they take a step back. I, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. What I was the one you were really excited. excited for? The announcer one. That was the one. I love announcer talk on this. This is that's a good what I, I that's what I get up for is the announcer talk. Yeah, I thought you guys. Who, do you guys know Ryan Glass Spiegel? By the way. He, he followed me on Twitter and now all I see are his tweets and he tweets about all the things that we tweet about. Like, is he from, yeah, he tweets what's too he much. He well, used to work. I like, I follow him. He follows me. I like, I, like I wanted to talk yeah. to him for a while. Okay. Um, there's a little bit of a, like an out, he used to work for outkick. Yeah. That's fine. That a lot comes across in his tweets sometimes. Oh, you know who I hate? Uh, Ryan seems like a. I'm, we should talk to him. He seems like a fine. I just didn't know like if he interned at SSP. He lives in Chicago. Something. He yeah. likes Wisconsin teams. He, I think, right now is doing stuff for SI. Yeah, New York Post. I think I just didn't know if you guys knew him. Like maybe he had a background at the. Fan I, or I think he was USA Today. Then he went to Outkick, and I was like, Jesus Christ! And now, uh, you know who I <laughs> fucking hate is Kurt Benkert. Come on. Who's someone I like? Let's balance it out, please. Oh, wait. Did we see this Mark Spears report? What is it? About Draymond? No. Suspended for the year? No, I'm just kidding. That's not what it says. <laughs> listen, listen to the phrasing of this, of this tweet by Mark Spears, NBA reporter Mark Spears. Uh, Warrior star Draymond Green asked for an x-ray on his right ankle after the game two loss to the host Kings after feeling soreness. Source adds that Green believes the injury came when Kings star DeMontis Saponis grabbed his ankle before the stomp. He's saying, yeah, Draymond is saying, you, you hurt my ankle. The bonus did the grab his ankle. Source, the source, whatever. But to say like, hey, I need an x-ray because that guy hurt me. After you just stomped no. him in the chest. I'm watching it right here. I'm watching the video. Draymond, when he jumped up, he may have heard it also. Because Sabonis grabbed his ankle. Then Draymond steps on him. Then he jumps up. And then his ankle kind of moves a little bit. Like Sabonis grabbed. He started it. Sabonis, I... in, this, in this particular. So let me, let me say this. Because I'm not going to be like my dad. But Sabonis grabbed his ankle. And then completely embellished the extent of the injury. But, uh, but. I, you're, you're too close to this. But Draymond stepped on a man. Yes. So it's, that, what, like, if I antagonize you, you shouldn't have antagonized me. And if I get injured, okay, I shouldn't, like, overdo it. But Draymond effectively, like, he stepped on him. You can't do that. Anyway, I understand. 
you yeah. you are reckoning with this as a Warriors fan. It seems like you're, you're yeah you're, you're no I, I mean no 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 you guys you guys are going overly Kings. Don't you want to win? Light the beam, light the beam. Do we have we talked about how lighting the beam is an FAA hazard? What if a plane thought that was something? Damian Lillard said. I don't think Draymond tried to step down. That's just how his balance ended up. Yeah, Damian wants to get traded for Clay Thompson is what he's. That's exactly that, that's the that's the tweet of a man who wants to play on a different team. Uh, yes. yes. By the way, if someone's foot was hovering above my chest, as Draymond's was to Sabonis, I might grab said person's ankle a little bit, so that it, I can attempt to get it away from hovering over my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Sabonis antagonized him, but he should have. Like Draymond, here, 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 here's what I'll say. I would defend, I wouldn't defend Draymond. I wouldn't be so critical of him, Paul, if he then, after stomping on Sabonis, who then appeared to be quite injured on the floor, if he didn't take laps around the court screaming at fans and acting like a total clown. I yep. I, I would have been a lot more balanced. D- Draymond, you still can't stomp. But I, but I'm, I'm not nearly as frustrated, and I, and I think it looks different if Draymond goes back to the bench and just sits down, and doesn't act like a, a total loser about it. Like yeah. he, he was acting like Antonio Brown. He looked unhinged. Yeah. Terrible scene. Terrible. Terrible scene. We went, right. we went an hour and a half. I think this was one of our better mm-hmm I thought this was good. I think people will listen to this whole thing and think. That, this wasn't too long. They didn't go a half hour too long. This was well. I was good. fully engaged the whole time. That's rare. That does well. You said it. Yep. Yeah. Except for that period of time when you just read your mentions for too long. But yeah, it was still okay. We need a little bit of that. You know. All right, we'll do one next week. It'll probably be draft heavy. Bar, what's your draft coverage plans? Oh, good. A good question. All right. So Thursday night, I was kind of planning on my wife's got to go somewhere. I was kind of planning on whenever like the kids down, I was planning on just being live the whole night. Let's do it. You want to do it? Yeah. And then Friday, the Bucks play the heat. Well, that would be game six, right? I've not looked that far ahead in the schedule for the Bucks. The Packers yeah, will probably be... draft around like nine o'clock. No. Yeah. When's the draft no. start? Seven. 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 They're not going to be to pick fifteen by. <laughs> yeah, I'll be. I'll be as soon as like I'm able. So, because my wife has to go to something and then she'll come back and then wherever Nancy. the kid is. Uh, yeah. Uh, her actually, her name's Nart Winkler. <laughs> um, it, it, it wasn't that, but then when she changed the last name, she also changed the first name on oh, the marriage license. I don't like that women have to change their names. Nart Winkler. It is. <laughs> it does seem kind of old school, doesn't it? I like that. Like we're all like we're a family, and we all have the same name. So mm-hmm. I like that. But to give up your name. That stinks. What's in a name? What is a name? What is a woman these days? Uh, I am speaking of draft. Can I plug my draft? Can I plug my draft coverage? I'm releasing my draft board tomorrow, a week out from the draft, and it is an actual board. I bought a big plank of wood, and it will be my draft board. 
I don't have anyone on it yet because up until this point, I've just been deciding the players that are off my board. This week has been about which players are on my board, and I will release my board tomorrow. On my These show. people that have been doing mock drafts since January should get Twitter taken away. Well, I, I just let them do the legwork because when we get this close to draft, all the weeds have been cut away. Like, I didn't, I'll just jump in when this is all much more accurate and we're much closer to the draft. Grant, I know you're a cowherd guy. Did you see his? If you think Jordan Poole is a great player, you don't know basketball. Yeah. Cowherd's going anti anti pool. Needs to grow up. Needs to mature. Needs to lock in. Yeah. Did you see, did you see him? Uh, Jordan Poole was doing like the fingers above the head during those Sabonis I, free throws. I texted, I texted my NBA chat last night. I'm like, I kind of just love how Jordan Poole's vibing all of the time now. Like Draymond stomps on a teammate and gets thrown out, and it's catastrophe at the Golden One Center. And Poole's just got that grin on his face. Like, are there any honeys around? The- <laughs> where, where are they at? Like, I, he's very likable. Yeah, he's a vibe. Yeah. He is. He's vibing all the time. Yeah. And he's a Milwaukee guy. Shout out Ram. I don't know if he still listens, but thinking of that guy. I lost one of my biggest callers. Dave from Monona doesn't call me anymore. He's mad at me. So I'm looking to call him. Still? That's, yeah, it's still bad. Anyways, my draft board is coming out tomorrow. What, what day? Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday, because this podcast Thursday. comes out it's Wednesday morning, Paul. That's what yeah. I was clarifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So right. let me, uh, we, we like we should wrap up, but. We've gone this long. You're engaged. We could keep going as long as you're engaged. That's really. Now I'm thinking, should I break this up into two different episodes? No. You're because now Uh, you're just looking at not have additional content. I know what you're doing. (laughs) Well, I need one for Friday. I know you're just looking. (laughs) Saturday night. I am planning on a Bucks post game on Saturday night. The okay. problem is I will be at Breeze Stevens Field in Madison on the PA mic for Forward Madison versus UW Madison soccer exhibition friendly. That game should wrap up around 8.15. Bucks tip around 6.45. So I will then race home while watching the Bucks on my phone in my dashboard. Ugh. And then I will do a live show as soon as I get home. Okay. I think that's a good plan. I think it's a great plan. Uh, other than the list, other than the watching the stuff while he drives part. Look, Paul, let me tell you something about the world. Okay. I watched Warriors it, Kings on Saturday night while I drove home. It's a, it's a great sentiment to put the phone away. You know, distracted driving is dangerous. Look, we live in a fast food society. And as we do a, a sports talk radio host driving in the car, is just time that I can't afford to not be dialed in. And as someone who goes to Milwaukee once, twice a month, that's six hours in the car. I watched the entire final round of the Masters in the car a couple weeks ago, and it was very enjoyable because no one was around to bother me. It's where I do some of my best watching. Now, I have the GPS holder, and then I can't. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because it's funny. Because it's funny. You got to get the GPS holder. I don't text when I drive. I do watch and I tweet, but I don't. Text. Yeah, if I'm watching something in my car, I'm not texting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, with 420 coming up, a sobering reminder that if you feel different, you do drive different. So let's stay out of the car if we're celebrating 420. But if you're watching sports, if you're on the interstate, I mean, just use your best judgment. It's 2023. We're, I don't know, we're evolved creatures. We can multitask safely, of course. Anyways, 
Anywho. Uh, Peter Bukowski tweets, the tight end draft value stuff has jumped the shark. Had someone tell me yesterday, if Michael Mayer's comp is Jason Witten, this person wasn't interesting in drafting him in the first round. Jason Witten went to 11 Pro Bowls, LOL. What are we doing here? Pete, you don't have to tweet every fucking anecdote. What are we doing? And I love We're an hour and a half in. You guys are just looking at your phone. I feel like we should wrap. Yeah, I got, I uh, I got Daredevil. I got Daredevil season two to watch today. That Marvel, you got to get off that Marvel ship, man. It's just no way. It's just not good. It's not good. Anyways, all right. Well, Paul's frozen. So, Grant, thank you. I don't think he is. I just think Paul was just being there. Holy shit! I'm I'm reading. Sorry, Schneidman. Reading Schneidman. You look really encapsulated by whatever you're reading. So, I must be. I'm just taking. I'm taking notes on how to journalism. Uh, uh, well, I had a good source tell me that Matt Schneidman writes his articles in Cran. Paul, you had great questions today. Thank you for bringing good content to the table as always. Thanks, Grant. Like and subscribe. <laughs> we'll do it again next week. Please end the podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.